0: is good. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, let me just take a few moments um, and just continue from this morning. What was our opening text? Ah, go ahead and turn there. Colossians chapter three, beginning in verse one to three. Have you received something? Yeah? No, maybe call you up here like Pastor Jesse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're getting it already because they don't lift up their hands no <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> Some do, but they don't know they're visiting or whatever. <laughs> okay, the Bible says Have you found it? It says If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ seated, seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. And, and then the, ne- the, 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 the first part of the next verse is when Christ, who is our life, say Christ is my life. And so um, I'm going to continue this morning on the forces of life. Um, I don't want to go over everything, but as I shared with you this morning, it's just like a, um, you know, like the Bible talks about how there are, 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 that our faith, to our faith, we need to add these other qualities in order for our faith to work. Uh, it talks about virtue. It talks about love, um, perseverance, and these other qualities uh, for it to work. You can also say, like, um, uh, as an example, like if you have a um, the the main part of a vehicle, it's the engine, and and but to make that engine function the way it's supposed to be, there are other things that go along with it. I'm not a mechanic, but if you know about cars, then there's different parts of that uh, to that engine that will cause that engine to function the way it's supposed to function, and in the kingdom of God, there are uh, qualities, there are uh, forces like the force of faith, uh, the force of righteousness, you know, the 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 force of of love, and and when and 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 when we um begin to add these qualities to our lives, you know, a lot of times. Uh, We want to operate in the power of God, but to the power of God, there's principles that we must obey. And a lot of times we want to leave out the principles and we want to operate in the power. And so uh, I want to I begin by sharing with you because I'm talking on the lines of preservation of life, preservation of life. And, 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 And it's important also to know just a refresher is that what we, we will never be able to walk in or see what we don't see manifested in our lives. And so it's important for us to discover, like the Bible says, that with our salvation accompanies all these benefits. Amen. All these things accompany our salvation. Aren't you thankful? Aren't, how many of you are thankful that you're going to heaven? And we're thankful, we rejoice, and we look forward to that great day. But until then, there are things, say things, that God has made available for us to be able to use them here on this earth now while we get there. You know, God says, the Bible says that the life of a believer should be one that is from faith to faith, from glory to glory from strength to strength, and from victory to victory. So, wh- I mean, we can quote that until we're blue in the face, but how, what is that supposed to look like? What is going to get me to that point? You know, what, what am I supposed to do? Or what am I supposed to add uh, of, of, of the qualities of God or the principles of God that, that I may operate that life that, that goes from strength to strength? From, and, you know, and, and this is the word of God. And if, if it's the word of God, make up your mind that you're going to believe it, that you're going to take it to heart, and that you're going to determine determine to walk in everything that God has for you. I had to make up my mind. Louis and Laura made up their mind. You know, the people that you're hearing testify, they had to make up their minds to see to it that they apply these things to their lives so that they can see what God had in store for them. Amen. And I see you doing that. And so I shared with you Psalm 118, verse 17. The Bible says, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. If you understand this, then you will be confident that no matter what happens, you shall not die before your time. It don't matter what witch is cooking up stuff against you. It doesn't matter what relative hates you or if the devil hates you. He's not permitted to take someone out that understands they have purpose in this life. Because the purpose that you have is the one God gave you. Are you with me? And so it's so important. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the thoughts. That I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. I know the plans, another translation says, uh, uh, that I have for you, plants of good, say good, not of disaster to give you a future and a hope. So, do you believe this? And so, revelation of the Word of God will enlighten you to realize that my future is gonna be a good one, that I don't have to fear what's ahead of me. I don't have to wait to the new year to see what the new year is going to bring me. I know that God's thoughts towards me, they're good. And that my expected end is going to be a great one. What gives me this confidence, the word of God? What gives me this assurance, the revelation and the knowledge of what God says about me? But what if the world is saying something else? What if people are telling you something else? You got to choose to believe the word of God. How many of you choose to believe the word of God? Hallelujah. And so I begin by sharing, number one, what are those forces that will, that will cause the preservation of God in our lives? There are things in the word of God. There are forces. There are principles that will uh, um, bring about or cause about that preservation of life. I shared with you, number one, that number one is the force of vision. How many of you got something? It's so important because vision simply is the positive imagination of the future. If there's a positive, then there's a negative. I don't have to go back and tell you how I had a negative uh, uh, imagination about my future way back then. Because I would, uh, I I was thinking, uh, you know, that I wasn't gonna live out my life, that I was gonna die young. I used to have visions of, uh, visions, uh, negative visions, negative imaginations that I was gonna die. I would see myself in the coffin. Uh, I I would play out this negative imagination about my life. But I thank God that uh, you know that I, I I I got to know God's plan for my life. And that flushed every negative imagination about my life. Has that happened to you? Praise the name of the Lord. So vision causes you uh, to to be somebody, as I shared with you this morning, that makes you unstoppable. We looked at the life of um, you know the Bible says in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen where there is no vision, the people perish. Uh, uh, you know a vision. Is, is an understanding that you are not created uh, just by accident. You're not an accident. You're not born just to exist in this world. Like my brother was saying, I'm not just here to exist and then die and do nothing. I'm going to give glory to God. Well, that's because you begin to see that I, I am here for a reason. God has a plan for my life. There's an assignment for me to fulfill. And God has one for each and every one of you. Do you believe that? God has one for each and every one of you, and so when when you can capture a glimpse of, of what God has in store for you, of where he's taking you, of, of, of the vision of the word of God, then the Bible says that, that, that you become unstoppable, that happy are you. Amen. Where there is no vision, the people perish, and so we looked at it through the life of Joseph, and so we've seen how you know, at, uh, I believe it was at 17 years old that God gave him this dream that, uh, you know, what, what, what was going to become of his life. And immediately death came to try to look for him at 17 years old. His brothers, you know, tried to kill him, uh, 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 sold him. Uh, 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 and then, you know, he went to the prison. He went to the, uh, uh, the pit. And, 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 but he became unstoppable. I mean, there, you couldn't stop him. You couldn't stop him because he had too much vision. He, what God had shown him was too real, that he kept bouncing up. When he was put in the pit, had he not had vision, and if you don't have vision of the future given to you by the word of God, then you'll adjust to the circumstance of life. And when Joseph was thrown in the pit, he didn't uh, make himself comfortable there. He didn't buy furniture for the pit. He didn't start framing, you know, things on the wall. And, or he didn't change his thought on what God has shown him that he was going to do. He kept his integrity before God. He kept the dream before him. And because of the vision that was so real in his life, He bounced from wherever he was trying to be held down. You will do the same thing. I said you will do the same thing. No matter what the circumstances of life come at you, you will bounce every time because of the the reality. And the knowing and what you see that God has for you. I believe that's why you're still here now. Do you believe that? You know too much. You've seen too much. Hey, you know too much. You've seen too much. I'm not here to waste. I'm here to bring glory to God. Hallelujah. And there will be nothing that will be able to stand in my way. I can't be taken before my time. Hallelujah. I can't go before my time. The number of my days will be fulfilled. Yeah, things might come. Attacks might come. But the Bible says, I will not die, but I will live and declare the works of the Lord. Colossians 3.3, my life is hidden with Christ in God. I'm like that water in the coconut. Thank you once again for the cookies. I just had some buñuelos. Who gave me those buñuelos? That was, that buñuelo was anointed. I had a whole one, that's how you know, because normally I would not. I did. Anyways, back on track. And so, vision is important. How does vision come? By the word of God. Amen. Don't just say, well, I don't see nothing, I don't, I don't, get around people that see things. And most importantly, look at yourself in the word of God. James says the word of God is like a mirror. It shows you what your life is, should be like, and it's a good one. Amen. Get it so in you that, you know, no matter what happens, quitting will never be an option. No offense will be too much to get you to, to go back. Nothing. Nobody will be able to rub you too wrong to cost you to do the moonwalk. Go backwards. That's what I'm saying. I'm too in. I know too much. I've seen too much. God has shown me some things, and I'm not about to let it go. By I can get over this offense. I will be real quick to forgive. I can. God will help me with my emotions because we got feelings. Don't get me wrong. We got feelings. But God will help us with our feelings. We've seen too much. We know too much. And we're moving forward. Hallelujah. How about you? Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going somewhere. Where are you going? (laughs) Where's God taking you? Come on, hallelujah. I want you to get so stirred up in this last month of December. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my body. I feel it in And it's not just like a, reg, just a feeling, it's a knowing that God, that, that God you know, is, is doing amazing things in the lives of his people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Who's in great expectation? I, I encourage you, make through your expectations very clear. And you don't make God nervous with your expectations. But if you're not aiming at nothing, you're bound to hit nothing. I used to be like that, or just whatever. I don't know. No, you got to know. You got to see it. Amen. And so uh, vision, say vision, is a force that will preserve the life of a believer. You know, uh, um, uh, immediately when God gave him the dream, death came looking for him at 17 years old, but couldn't take him out. Then, you know, at 40, at 30, at 80, at 90, at 100, and then the Bible in Genesis chapter 50 verse 26 says, so Joseph died being 110 years old because he was done, not because he was taken out, right? Right. And so it's important what kept him alive, that vision, the plan of God that became so real in his life that he kept going until he fulfilled what God had him to do. I believe that will be your story in the mighty name of Jesus. I said this morning, uh, death had come to try to look for some of you. But it, it could see you, but it couldn't reach you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You know, I don't even know if I should get into this, but let's, let's go on. And then we looked at the life of Jesus. Amen. Hebrews 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Means while he was on the cross, he was seeing the throne. Hallelujah. He wasn't, you know, uh, uh, in, that, in, that, in that moment he, for the joy that was set before him. The Bible says, endure the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. When you see what is ahead of you, no matter what is happening now, it's not, it's not str- as strong as what you're seeing to take you out. Did you get that? That's why, you know, when the Bible says that the Spirit of God will reveal to us the the deep things of God, it's so important that you allow the the Spirit of God through the Word of God, and He will do that. As you feast on the Word of God, as you commune with the Lord, as you have a fresh relationship with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis, God will begin to enlarge your your vision. You will begin to see yourself, you know, and imagining your imaginations, your, your thoughts, your your eyesight will enlarge, you know, but you have to get out of, like God told Abraham, get out of your tent. You know, you want to see vision, but you're you're like enclosed, and your Bible is closed. It's in the trunk. Or at the chair at the church to the next service. I see some Bibles, and I'm like. I must have another one at home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> and so, are you with me? Doesn't that happen as you, as you, as as the Word of God? You know that's why the Bible says, "Let the Word of God dwell in you richly," because it'll begin to to expand your vision. He said, "Abraham, get out of your tent," and and he told him. As far as your eye can see, that land will be given unto you. As far as your eye can see. You know that's for you as well? As far as you're able to see, that will be given unto you. God doesn't show you something and then withhold it from you. That's not my God. Hallelujah. So what is the important factor here is to grow in vision. Get things before you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It's, it, it's like your testimony is so good because, you know, they're saying somebody that never had anything or, you know, even dared to, Im- I mean, you know, our hope was totally on income tax. I've that, and, and, you know, there's a lot of people like that as of income, and then they call it a blessing. Don't ever say your income tax is a blessing. First of all, it's money that is, oh, op- you paid. But people do that. And I'm blessed. I got an income tax, and it was bigger, and it was bigger because you lied about your taxes, and you call it a blessing. and you want to testify. Don't ever testify by your income tax. It's the truth. and and they and they don't do nothing. And they're so limited because their hope and their trust is in that one check. I personally, you know, know, I know, I know. I, it, it, it's, it's a sad thing. But thank God. Thank God that when you grow in God, vision grows. And you're able to see and imagine what you never thought you could imagine. Hallelujah. Okay, it got a little quiet, but let's go. <laughs> God will help you in any area, Amen. Don't limit a limitless God. Don't limit a limitless God. He's more than enough. And 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 listen, if you're here and there's things that 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 you know that you need to make right as far as, you know, whatever it is, like, you know, there's people that have come and they've never had a driver's license or they've had a bunch of warrants or, you know, they've never been able to, to you, be, and, and, and it's not, it, it's, and the only thing that is keeping them, it's like the fear because they already think they know how it's all going to work out. And then, you know what the testimony has been for a lot of people? That the moment that they trust and believe God to get things right in their lives, God began to supernaturally, supernaturally make a way. Is that happening to you, Alfred? Is that what you're you're raising? You want to share it? I think it's important. Yeah. No, because look at your life now. Look at your life. You know what I'm saying? And it's like.
1: I said, man, they don't need to know all that. <laughs> so <clears throat> it ain't funny. I don't act like y'all y'all perfect over here. <laughs> so look from a small town in the country, a few hours from here, and I've been driving since I was about 10 years old. Uh, so, no, seriously, I started stealing the car at like 12, so never felt the need for it. I just was always mobbing, right? And I came to Houston, and uh, just tickets stacking, warrants everywhere, here, there, and all up and down Texas or wherever else. Actually, in other other uh, states as well. I went to I went to jail. <laughs> jail for like seven days because I had <laughs> tickets in a whole another state. But um, when I came and testified the other Sunday morning about the increase, that was one of the things that was holding me back, um, not doing anything right, right, that uh, lying like Lewis was talking about, you know, all the stuff like that, whether you believe it or not, in your own head, you can convince yourself, but you're stealing when you're doing things wrong because it's illegal. doesn't matter. Tough love is, is better than none because I can't be a hard-headed person, right? As a man, you get to be prideful and things like that, and it is what it is. It's my helpmate. It's what she does. Amen. So so I appreciate her for that. And, uh, you know, she says, you got to get your dang license right. I said, okay, I won't, I'll get it right. Get a license. I'm not, No joke. I didn't have a license. I got it at 22, and it got taken away immediately because they said, well, you got a laundry list of items. So then I started looking into it, and uh, actually that company that I got blessed with the opportunity at, um, they wanted to do something for me with the vehicle, give me money for you know a vehicle, bless me with the vehicle, but well, we can't do that, you know, you, you ain't got a license, man, and I was robbing myself of like six to $800 a month easy, and then a free a truck like I have right now to just drive around, it is, don't pay for gas or nothing like that, so I was missing out on a, really a blessing, honestly.
0: Wonder like why am
1: I not getting blessed? Oh man. Yo, I was doing it myself. I was standing in the way of myself. The devil's right? attacking. Right, he was. He was. He was. He was attacking me. <laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I was attacking me. Not doing the right thing. So, so I started getting things together in order, looking at what I what it was that I needed to do, and then I looked at the money behind it. And when you let things like that go on for so long, I'm talking about it stacks up on you, and I was like, oh my God, there's no way, so I started believing, and I wasn't tithing at the time, before, I started, just had started tithing then, when we made, you know, me and my wife, we came into an agreement, this is what we're going to so do, so you were robbing everybody, i robbing everybody,
0: the county, I'm robbing everybody,
1: I'm the be kingdom, re- so, <laughs> Listen, this person that I am right now today is different than who I was before. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: why he's right? testifying, because he has Here's the what victory.
1: Because, look, me, then, I, w- I don't care who you are, I'm going to get you. And I was, I mean, straight up. I robbed robbing from anybody, right? Just never from my parents. I wasn't like Erica. Listen. Mm. I had to get her back from when she was on the live over there. So. so we had to believe God. I had to believe God. I'm talking about thousands upon thousands of dollars. So I, I started paying on some of it.
0: Is it scary, like at first, to think that you have to face all that? Man, I'm about to
1: go to jail. When I thought yeah, I'm I mean, going, right? Because I mean, I'm claustrophobic. I don't like that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not claustrophobic, but nobody likes to be in jail. Trust me, it's not a good place to be. But um, so I started paying on stuff here and there. And I truly got blessed because some of the stuff just disappeared and I didn't have to pay a lot of it. You know what I mean? And then I had some big warrants and just crazy things that ended up getting dropped too. And that stuff just started erasing. Not only that I had very, very bad credit because I'm gonna tell you what, when Eric when like when Eric was testifying in that in that video and talked about a rough life, like people have no idea saying like she was on her side I was on mine but it was always it wasn't never this is I mean this is different (laughs) you know what I'm saying I was a rough young man coming up and I just just was never taught about credit about driver's license about keeping things in order paying bills this that or the other so you had to learn the hard way for stuff and I always took the hard way for it
0: First you just came because you seen Marissa and you thought she was cute. Right. <laughs> right.
1: No, 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 no. That was after my endeavor beat the door down first and made me come first. I came because of her. I stayed because of Marissa. Good. <laughs>
0: it's all good.
1: And then the Lord hit me, and then He did His Amen. work, and then it's, uh, now I'm blessed. You know, I got got all this family and everything. Just, just grateful. I just man. I'll get a chance one day to tell everything. But yeah. So okay. fix your license.
0: You know, God is a merciful God, and 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 He's so merciful. And in spite of, you know, the, the the mistakes people make or the type of life that you grow up in, if you if you have a genuine heart to do things right, that's the important thing. Because what what has happened, you can't change that. You can't. And, but but if you have a genuine heart, a love for God, and to want to do things right, because it's it's the right thing to do, you know, it, our lives honor God in everything that we do, even when not just when we're in public, but in in our personal lives, you know. And and as a, as, as as people of God, that's our, we want to honor God in every area of our lives. And so you know, if if that's your 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 story, and if there's things that need to be told, pray and ask God to help you. Amen. Pray ask to give you, ask the Lord to give you the wisdom. And then begin to do what you can. I always encourage people, do what you can and do the research. And And I'm telling you if, you, if you begin to take steps, those are steps of faith. And as you do, God will begin to make, move things around for you. You know how many people were facing things because of their previous life and when they've came and they've, you know, they, they believed that, you know, they, were, they had a genuine heart to serve God. They had a genuine conversion. They got saved, and they wanted this new life. And then, and, but then there's, there's consequences to decisions that are still there, you know, and, and that are still after you. But it's so amazing to see people that are here that that, that has been their story and how God has helped them do what only God could do. Anybody has a testimony like that? It reminds me of you, Gabriel. Because you were facing you know this crazy thing. You you gave your life to the Lord. Your back uh, old life was coming after you and and you could you what was done was done, you know? But you trusted God. Isn't that true? And then you know with your wife and You know, you you were going to court, and you were facing, what, 10 years. And then, I mean, if you would just hear the, the testimony, it's like, when they went to court, it's like, right before their eyes, God, come and tell them. I don't know why we're going this route, but I don't need to know, but. It's all good. Somebody's getting something. Somebody's
2: getting their license. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, God's good, man, because, uh, I mean, when she was preaching about this, actually I thought about that. I mean, when I first gave my life to the Lord, he restored my marriage right. But at the same time, I wasn't, uh, I didn't tell nobody this, you know what I mean? But I was doing something in the past. Where I was running from the laws for about four years, and they called it an Oscar and whatnot. But uh, and then I had got a good job, and then I got pulled over one Saturday, and then the old case popped up, and then I like bam, there it is. So, I, but I believe God did this for, for a reason, so I can I, so I can take care of it, right? So it all went down, and then uh, it was this lady. Uh, when I was in, this lady was totally against me. She would tell me that you're never getting out. They're going to give you 10 years, oh. whatnot. You know what I mean? She was told to get, like, throwing stones at me, right? So I was like, man. So I got bonded out. But once I got bonded out, this is how I knew the Holy Spirit was moving. Because this lady was throwing stones at me. Now she was helping me. You know what I mean? like, you need, you need to do this, do this, do this.
0: The same lady. Same lady. The Lord changed her heart. Yeah, she wow. changed
2: her heart. For real, I'm like. This is my second year going with Christ, but with uh, being a believer, right? So it's like, man. So this lady was helping me, stuff like that. So I went out here in the world, because I couldn't they say I couldn't get an appointed lawyer because I was making too much money. So I went out here in the world trying to find a lawyer, and they were asking all kinds of, I ain't had no money at the time. I was like, man, I ain't got this kind of money. And then I had to go see a psychiatrist, uh, like Psychiatrist saying I was crazy, suicidal, and I had to pay them some money. So the old man, it's like man I ain't got that kind of money to do all that. And so, that, so that fast forward, the lady told me, "Don't whatever you do, do not show up without a lawyer." Oh you know man. So what? they
0: were charging you a, a lot of fees for an attorney. Yeah, a lot of it was a lot of money. <laughs> <was a> lot. <laughs> was,
2: but uh. So they said, "Don't show up without a lawyer." what she said. She said, don't show without no Lord." So, I mean, be honest, that's what I did. <laughs> I show up with no lawyer, man. Hey. But we prayed for me. We pulled up, and it was over in Galveston. We pulled up. We, my wife prayed. You know what I'm saying? We went inside, and the first thing I caught was the main, the main judge, because I heard about this judge. She was real fatigued out. This is how I knew the Holy Spirit was moving. When I got there, it was a substitute judge. Oh man, like, okay. Come on. So you know what I mean? So we sat down and uh so the judge calling people to uh, calling people's name. So you had to rise up, say you need if you needed more time for a lawyer or whatnot. They called my name, I said I need more time. So I sat back down. So I was just just chilling, just sitting there. And I see all these other people, one got locked up, one not, whatever, it came dirty. And then at the end, this how I knew the whole street was moving again. I, like I seen it through my eyes. I like, man, man, God's good. <laughs> but uh, when I, when I was just chilling, this guy, I seen this Mexican dude just walking real fast. I guess he was like a porn lawyer. He walked real fast, walked to his desk. Then that lady that was helping me, she was pointing at me like he's right there, like what she, me. I like, I didn't even know the guy. I never talked to the guy. And he's like, so I'm like, my mom like man, why she pouring at me for? What, what's going on? I mean he's like what's going on here? Well that guy comes up to me and says, I'm uh, my name is this and this. I'm here to represent your case. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how that's how I knew the Holy spirit was moving because I never never talked to this man before, never th- my life, never talked to him. No man, like, man. All right. Yeah, first he was late. He you even, even Apologize to, to me because he running late. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean? I'm like, okay, running late. I never met him before, but I, uh, <laughs> All right, that's cool. Right, man, so he went over to take care of his business. Hey, but then I, all it was going down, right? And then all of a sudden, this, you know how they got speakers in the courtroom, Well, it started making this loud noise, like they just like it was like static. I mean, it was loud. And then the guards were walking back and forth, like who got their phone on? Like they were mad, like just trying to see people and stuff like that. And there's noise, this, that's how I knew the Holy Spirit was causing confusion in the courtroom, mean? It was so loud that everybody started leaving. Everybody left. Even the judge left. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, it was just me. The Lord, like, he, I mean, this Lord, like, he was, like, like, fighting for my, like, it's like I, like, I paid him to fight for my case, you know what I mean? Because he was like, man, this guy turned his life around. He got a good job. He's going to church, stuff like that, right? But, uh. This the noise got so loud that everybody left. So it was just me. It was just me, my wife, the DA, the lawyer, and that lady. That was it. Everybody was gone. So I be honest, I didn't even stand in front of the judge. Oh you know I man, and the DA was trying to get me. You nah, how they they try to get you, you know what I mean? <laughs> But the law was like like the law was like, nah, this and that, right? So the Lord the Lord came to me and my wife said, let's go outside because it was too loud. So we went outside and like this is what they're trying to give you. First they were trying to give you ten years. But now they're trying to give you two years. I'm like, man, man I can't do no two years, man. <laughs> Come on. I thought I man, I gotta work. <laughs> I got my wife back. Come on, man. Hey, uh, he say, he say, so he said, this is what happened, this is what happened. He said, okay, all right, let me let me do something, let me do something. So he walked back to the D.A. <laughs> out. This is how God's good. He came back and said, you know what? They're going to give you four weekends. You turn yourself in Friday, you be out Sunday. Huh? So this is why I give God all the glory, because I came my wife. This this is why I got so good, man, you know what I mean? I came my wife. I didn't have to pay no money. Nothing. I didn't have to pay nothing. Just had to do uh, four weekends and came out, you know what I mean? And that was that day Richard Moore came. I heard you, you testify in Jeremiah uh, when, uh, when you first came. And that's when he gave me that word. That, uh, he gave me that word, prophesied a word on me, saying this is where I belong. At first, I didn't understand, but he, he said, this is where you're This is where going to stay, this is where you belong, and this is where you're going to grow. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. I, I didn't understand it at first, but now I do. Yeah, man, that's how God's good, man. Like, I see it through my own eyes. Because to be honest, I didn't believe in the Holy Spirit. I mean, I thought it was just something they would talk about. But, yeah, my wife, she was speaking in tongues when at a younger age. I thought she was crazy. But <laughs> Oh, man, but now I believe it because when I first came here Hallelujah. with drugs on my socks and gave my life to the Lord, that's when I felt his presence. You no know, man. First time I ever felt his presence in my life. To this day, I still, you know what I mean? I still feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. But, man, but God's always been good, always been faithful. No matter what, man, like, if, if it wasn't because of him, I probably wouldn't even be here right now. But that's why I stand here today and say, you know what? It's all about Jesus. It always will be Jesus. And he always stay. with Always be Jesus, and
0: always will be Jesus,
2: and it will never be about us no more.
0: Hallelujah! And you just had a birthday, right? What was your birthday? Last Sunday. Happy belated birthday. Eight years. I'm telling you, these testimonies are. You know, from ten to, from no lawyer facing 10 years, wanted to give him two years, and he was bold enough to say, no, nah, I can't lose my wife. <laughs> I just got her back. <laughs> to not even losing his job. Give the Lord some praise, somebody. <laughs> God is so good. God is so good. Hallelujah. Wonderful. How do we get all into like, (laughs) IRS, driver's license, (laughs) insurance? (laughs) Well, you know, preservation of life. life. God will help you. He, like, if you think, oh yeah, like God caused confusion in that court. Well, if you see it in the Bible, then you can believe it for the now. And the Bible does, did cause confusion in the enemy's camp. He did. And so don't limit God, you know. If, if, if you know, when your vision begins to grow, there be, there, there's going to be a, 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 um, things that you'll be responsible. God is not just going to do everything for you. He'll show you, and then you have to begin to implement. The things and it, 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 it's going to it's going to look like, you know, looking up things, getting growing in your wisdom in a certain area. Begin to, you know, to to uh, if it's a job or if it's a business or if it's whatever it is, it, you you know, like he said, I never even knew what a resume looked like or what it was. But had he said, oh, God is going to do it for me. God is not going to come down and make your resume. And your excuse cannot be, I don't know how to do that. Excuses are, are, are I heard, uh, I don't know who it was, but it says excuses are like nails of failure for your life. And, and, and so, you know, it's one thing that you don't know how to do something because if that's the case, then you can learn. And it's another thing that you just lazy and don't want to do something. And then you think God is just, you know, just because he showed you something. Even if something is prophesied to you, prophecies are not automatic. You have to see to it that those prophecies come to pass in your life. And it will require, you know, uh, 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 Dr. Paul you heard me repeat this. He said a great revelation. Any word that doesn't put a responsibility on your end, it's an irresponsible word. Because every time that you hear the word of God, it should always leave you to the point that you got to do something. Are you with me? Because even we whenever, like, when you leave out of here, you heard something, and it was great, and while you're here, God begins to, to speak to you, and shows you, you know, because he'll, sh- everyone's in a different place, but he'll speak to you differently, and he'll, might begin to show you this area of your life, or this area of your life, begin to do this, or begin to do that, and you know that that's the spirit of God, and, and then, but if you leave out of here, and, and then don't do nothing about it, then you'll wait for the next word or confirmation or, but if you, if you believe that that was the word of the Lord and begin to do what you can on your part, God will do what you cannot. Amen. And so it's, 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 it's his super and our natural that will bring about the supernatural in your life. Amen. We do what we can. God will do what we cannot. He's the way maker, miracle worker, Light, that's a song, right? <laughs> and God, and there's, there's, you know, nothing impossible. The Bible says what is impossible with men is possible with our God. That's why even, like, be careful to guard yourself when God shows you something because there will be opposition. When God told Nehemiah to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, there was major opposition through the whole time for the only purpose to get him to stop the work. But God showed him. What he would do, not only did God show him, God provided for him. But here comes people that gained up together to try to, you know, oppose the work of God that God had shown him. It's like whenever Gabriel went and these, you know, whenever you're going to do something, pray for everything. Even the people that are in charge of your things. God move in their hearts, touch their heart. The Bible says that we have favor with God and man. So that, that favor surrounds us like a shield. And so it, look what happened. God will do that the same for you. He'll cause people, because people can be ugly. They can. And, and they'll, they'll, they, they create an image of somebody, and they're already attacking you without even knowing who you are. But but God is on your side. And if you just stay in love and respectfully pray to the Lord and ask God to to, to give you favor with the people, the the, the ugly caseworker became his, his helper. He didn't even ask her, give me an attorney and give me a good one. But she handled it all because God, they were praying. They were believing God. You believe God can do that for, for you if that if, if you need it, maybe it's not you're not facing 10 years. Maybe you do got your driver's license. But you know, take this that in whatever area, whether it be now or in the future, you know, God is on your side. And as long as your heart is right and you want to do what is right, you do what you can and what God has shown you to do, and then God will do what you cannot do, what's out of your hands. And then God will give you a testimony to give glory. To him, can you say amen? amen? I feel like the service went a different route, but we're still on vision, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's good stuff, right? It's good stuff, and I believe the Lord is helping somebody. It doesn't matter. many people are against you if God is for you. Amen. And he is for you. And he's a good God. He's a merciful God. He's a faithful God. So the only way from allowing your, your, you know, uh, 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 hindrances or or, 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 or anything stopping you from reaching what what the vision that you've seen is is for that vision or that sight to be blocked. and you can it, what God has shown you, you can't allow anything to come and, 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 and try to get you not to see what you've already seen. Are you with me? God has a plan A for your life. So stick, stick with the plan that God has for you. You, God, there's no Plan B in the Lord. He has a Plan A for your life, and if you've taken Plan B, hey, and if you realize that, and that you know that God had a, an original plan for your life, He's merciful. You just repent and get right back on track. That's it. It's not. It's not a difficult thing. Amen. You just gotta want it. If your vision is blocked, your imagination is blocked, and you are blocked from arriving. Who were what you have seen. And what happens is you'll remain in that situation. So, you, you, you know, it's a, it's a tactic of the enemy to, to, to hinder your vision or to steal it from you. But greater is He that is in you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, empty vision is an empty future. And you got to tell yourself enough is enough. Of just living life, you know, uh, or just living a mediocre life or just, just, just ex- living life as if you're just existing. God loves you and he has a plan for your life and he has a purpose for your life. Do you believe that? Amen. Hallelujah. So that's the force of vision. And, and the force of vision will protect you. The force of vision will preserve you. Uh, can I briefly give you the other one? Number two, the force of thought will preserve your life. Because thought is a major determinant of life. According to the Word of God, in Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If, you, if, you, if whatever you think of yourself, that is what will become of yourself. That's why your thought process is important, and it must be renewed by the word of God. God gave us a mind, but not to do what it wants to do. It's our minds are to be renewed by the spirit of our minds, by the word of God. The Bible says in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this world. Don't adapt to the ways of the world or the systems of this world. But ye be being transformed, say transformed by the renewing of your mind. By the word of God. As a man or as a woman think it in his heart, in his mind, so is he. If you think you can imagine that you can do something according to the word of God, you will do it. If you think that you can't, then you won't. The the force of thought. Are you with me? And so it's so important to guard your mind. Guard your thinking. Your thinking is not a playground for the enemy. You don't just... Get to think whatever you want. If it's contrary to the word of God, you ought to do something about it. And it's resist or get rid of those thoughts immediately. Are you with me? Don't let what is contrary to the word of God take root in your mind because eventually it's gonna get in your heart and in your mouth. And whatever you as you think in your heart, so is he, the Bible says. So, the quality of thought affects the quality of your life. Look at the, again, look at the testimonies. When they never imagined they could do something greater, it kept them in a place, in an environment. But the moment they began to grow in their vision, and their imagination began to grow, their thoughts began to grow. They begin to think, I could do a resume. I could be a, a, a you know, I have this position. I, and, and, and what's the proof that they imagined and believed that they could was the steps that they began to take towards that. Isn't it wonderful? But it all resulted of their minds being transformed. I'm not just a Mexican. I'm not just somebody that doesn't have papers. I'm not just somebody in a category that will never amount to anything. I'm a child of God. God is a good God. God has a plan for my life. God has a plan for my family. It is God takes pleasure in the pros, my prosperity. And God makes a way where there is no way. Isn't that wonderful? You know, like for us, we've never... what. We've never um imagined that we could do anything in life because it's it's like almost you stay in enclosed in, in your in in like in a single environment and and then you only the people that you know what they've reached that's probably as far as you can see and it's like no vision it's like a cap you know I remember that when we met uh our previous pastors and then we met Pastor Jesse back in twenty uh no. 2004, 2005 I think it was, and so we've never, we've never even came out of Houston, we've never went anywhere, like nowhere, we, we didn't even know there was a whole world out there, literally, and I would have never even known if I would have never discovered these things through people that have been to those places. And I remember that, you know, uh, we didn't even know there was restaurants. <laughs> like, you know, some that we visited. We knew there was Golden Corral. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You know, we didn't come out of all the mail route. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and, 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 and and, like, we didn't even know there was Something called the Woodlands. We didn't even know there was something called Humble, Texas, like that. It was just right. You never came out of that. I'm just sharing, like the like for me, and 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 but but you know, and 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 at that moment, I didn't have no understanding of of how the Word of God will give you vision, but it mattered the people that we got connected with because we were able to see. Well, we've never seen, but they've seen. And I remember when, you know, we went to New York. You remember that. It was a long, it was like, what, 2006? It was a long time ago. We went to New York. You know, we, and we were like, oh, my. <laughs> what? We didn't know. You know, it was like we were just, our minds were so little. Our minds were so limited. Because there was no, there is no vision. You know, some of you need to get out. And you might say, well, I can't go to New York, Pastor Sandy. I'm not saying that you, you need to go to New York, but you need to go a little bit f- further from where you're at. You know, some are believing for a house, but you get nervous looking at houses. And, and you can, your, your, your vision cannot grow in what you're not seeing before you. And so when I began to see that there, there's New York, there's California, there's, you know, Colorado, there's, there's uh, uh, you know, the other places in, 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 in Texas. And, 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 and if God, you know, took this little Mexican man, <laughs> he, t- he says to himself, I was a little Mexican little boy, you know, and my mom left me and then my mom worked as a maid and she sent for me and we used to cut, you know, he used to cut the grass. Or get the golf balls, something like that. She met the men that cut the grass, and the rest is history. But, but look, you know, when he got connected with John Osteen, John Osteen said, "Hey, there's another life." He told you the same thing. There's another life that you've never, you you've not seen. But he helped him see that life, and would take him to, you know, these stadiums and and these places, and say, "Do you know that you can own all this without owning it?" Because if you have money, you can come in here, and you don't have to, you know, really, like, own this thing. But, like, you can come as you go as you want and don't have to w- worry about, like, all, all the, 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 the craziness about it. But you can just basically do what you want to do in life. And, you know, God wants you to enjoy life. Amen. Do you believe that? God wants you to enjoy life. And fancy restaurants. Yeah, I didn't know that Chow existed and my mom just wanted you see that how I'm <laughs> And then and then you and then you begin to begin to transform your mom to, to, to what is most important, which is kingdom minded. You know, you used to holding on to everything. But in the kingdom of God, the more you give, the more you get. We never knew that we would hold on to every dollar. And had nothing, but w- when we begin to, our vision began to grow. Then everything changes about you because it's it's the the principles of God. Are you with me? You know, Jesus said it is better to give than than to receive. And I was, and I would, you know, I would, I, I, you know, we, when we got this, we 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 were. For us, it was very easy. Like, we'd never struggled with tides, We never struggled with sewing, any of that. But we did have a poverty mentality because we struggled in receiving. And, and and it's just as important for you to learn how to receive than it is to give. Amen. And when people wanted to bless you, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Thank you. It's okay. You don't got to do that. I was like, you don't got to do not come at me. want to give me something. Because I'ma snatch it from you now. <laughs> I'ma take it. I ain't like that no more. Okay. Right? I learned that God blesses you, you know, through people. But then it's such a, such a, such an amazing thing to be able to be a blessing. It really is. It's it's so amazing to to be a blessing, and I learned that, and I and and I we I mean we've learned it from y'all, Pastor Jesse, since the beginning. You know, the Lord used Miss Martha in many ways in my personal life. When we first met, it was like, you know, I thought, like I still do, she's wonderful. But she, Miss Martha, was a very extravagant giver, and 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 um, and and you know, the, I'm talking about in 2004, 2005. And I'll never forget the Lord used her to speak into my life and the Lord will do that for you and you don't ever have to figure things out because even be careful how the Bible says that man shall give into your bosom that you're locating who's going to give to you be careful you don't that's not for you to do God will send who he needs to send and a lot of times it's not going to be who you think it is and if you think you know who it is why are you thinking that It's just wisdom. Amen. But the Lord used her because, you know, God God speaks to you, and then God does wonderful things. Right? God was speaking to me about the call of God. God was speaking about, I think it was like we were crossing over a new year. God had begun to show me in those early stages of, of, of you know, will give me visions of what, what, what was to come. And uh, I was a medical assistant, but, you know, I immediately— uh, uh, build my relationship with God, develop such a hunger for the word of God, became studious of the word of God, and, and love books, and just everything that had to do with the word of God, and, and God will begin to speak to me and show me things, and he would always, like, uh, confirm things. And he'll use people that I, I never, you know, that you never, you're not looking. When you learn this, and genuinely, you'll see it more than you've ever seen it. Because you think it could be somebody from here, but God puts you in somebody's heart that is a cross Somewhere else. It's happened many times in this house and in our personal lives. Because we're not seeking what man is gonna give unto my (laughs) bosom. Our focus is on obeying the Lord in our giving and God will take care of us. Amen. Amen. But the Lord used Ms. Martha because I remember, Pastor Jesse, that she bought me some shoes. And they were not just any shoes, like from DSW. I like DSW shoes. They no, no, nothing wrong with that. I got some, you know. I got some all kinds of shoes. But at that moment, the Lord, the Lord used her. But she bought me some shoes. I don't know if you remember, but they were really nice black shoes. I've never owned anything like that, and 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 I've never seen such beauty, beautiful shoes that smell like really good. And and when I put it on, it fit like a glove. But you know, of course, they were like a $700 pair of shoes back in 2004. You know, I still have those shoes. I don't wear them. I kept them as a reminder because God said, "How I?" He not only showed me that those shoes represented the, the 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 new walk that He was taking me to, but also that I will take care of you. You don't have to. You don't have to figure out how. I'm going to do it for you. Take those shoes as a sign that when I show you something, I'm going to take you there and I'm going to provide for you. And that has always been our testimony to this day. And so I decided to keep those shoes. I, y'all want to see me wear, y'all wear those, shoes? Y'all see those shoes? So nice. I mean, they, they're, they're like from Italy and they like fit like a glove. I think they still fit me because your foot grows. And so God will take care of you. Do you believe that? I've never, you know, I mean, that has been the testimony uh, uh, until this day. God, you know, go out, Abraham, and as far as you can see, that land i will give unto you. God, there's things that God has shown you. And, and, and some of you have put those things on the shelf. But it's time to let those things be awakened in your life by the Holy Spirit. Because if God showed you something, he's going to provide and he's going to take you there. Do you believe that? And I pray that those visions, those dreams that, that are from the Lord, they are awakened in your life and that you trust that God will, will bring it to pass. He'll put the people that need to come to your life, you know, he'll open the doors that need to be open in your life. He'll make a way where there is no way. God will take care of you. If you believe that, say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Has this helped you any? There's so many goodness. So the force of thought. I'm closing. So the quality of your thought affects the quality of your life. The limit of thought is the limit of life. What your thought cannot accommodate, your life cannot accommodate. Because as you think in your heart, so will you be. If you can't think it, you won't live it. But if you think it, then you can. And what, what, uh, 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 what, what transforms our thoughts? The word of God. It'll cause you to look at the, you know, uh, 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 it'll, it'll, inc- it'll stretch you. It'll increase you. So what are you always thinking? What's occupying your mind? It's so important. You know that you need to do inventory of what's been running through your mind. And if it's, it's, it's not good, or if it doesn't line up with the word of God, nobody's exempt from not getting thoughts in their lives. But we have to do something about it. Are you with me? If the enemy will ever defeat you, it's going to be beginning in your mind. And, and you have to decide, my mind is not a playground for the enemy to do what he wants to do. If you think something that is not of God, don't fall into condemnation. Don't beat yourself up immediately resisted and commanded to go in the mighty name of Jesus and then begin to think about what is true, what is lovely, what is of a good report. The Bible says fix your mind on these things. Don't fall into, why am I thinking like this? Did I sin? Am I sinning? Am I lustful? No, get rid of it. If you know it doesn't belong in your mind, get rid of it. Get rid of limitations. Get rid of, uh, you know, uh, uh, that girl that's been running through your mind that she shouldn't have no business in your mind in the first place. Or a guy. Amen. You're so tired because she's so tired or he's so tired because they've been running through your mind all day. <laughs> Call cops. <laughs> no, because you're, 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 as, as you think in your mind, so is he. So think good thoughts. Amen. Think good thoughts. You, you understand the importance of the, of the mind? What are you thinking? What occupies your thought? Most of the time. Because that thing is what's going to affect your life. Amen. Hallelujah. For example, if you, cannot thi- if you cannot think death and have life, you can't be planning out your funeral in your mind or thinking that you're going to die or thinking that you're not going to make it. As a man thinking in his heart, so is he. So you can't think be thinking death and then have life. You cannot think sickness and have wholeness. Are you with me? You cannot be thinking, you cannot be virus-minded. You cannot be, uh, you know, they're trying to poison me minded Or just, you know, I, I I was talking to somebody and everything is like poison. I said, watch out what you say is poison because if you say it's poison and you're eating that thing, it's dangerous. I know somebody that everything was poison. That's poison. I don't like that. Don't ever sit in front of me and tell me something I'm about to put in my mouth is poison. I'm going to bless my food and I'm going to eat it. If you think it's poison, you don't eat it. Because a lot of people that say that, they end up eating. Do you know what they put in the Coke? And next time I know, it's like they're drinking coke. And I just think these people do not know. Because that person I knew that everything was poison, he ended up dying an early death. And everything was poison. He would go around, everything's poison. But the same thing he was calling poison, he was eating. I don't know how to got there, but <laughs> it's helpful, right? It's helpful. So it, 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 it matters what you think. Oh, there's so much. You're not grasshoppers. <laughs> Amen. You're not grasshoppers. And there's people in the Bible that thought of themselves as grasshoppers. When God has spoken to them and gave them a land, but because they've seen giants in the land, They seen themselves very small in their sight, and they thought that they were small as well. And they ended up not making it because of the way they thought of themselves. It matters what you think of yourself. You are not a victim. You are a victor. Victory belongs to you. It matters how you see yourself. You are in Christ Jesus Hallelujah. You are created in the image and likeness of God. How can you think anything but good of yourself? Speak good of yourself. Love yourself. I'm going to leave you there. We'll talk about the grasshopper mentality next Sunday. Have you been blessed today? I just feel like we went all over the place, but praise the Lord. Hallelujah.